0: Thanks for listening to Joey and Junior's Punters Club and a big thanks to our sponsor, BlueBet. With a brand new interface, the BlueBet app is faster and easier to use than ever before. Bet game multis, same race multis, and all your old favourites the Aussie way with BlueBet, the true blue
1: Aussie boogie. Check it out for yourself today. Bet Australian, bet with Bluey. Download the true blue Blue BlueBet app from the iPhone and Android app stores. Gamble responsibly. Who
0: do you like in the next? Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddie? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punter's Club. Ah, uh, Yes, Joey and Junior's Punter's Club indeed. Powered by Blue Betts, Lee Montagna, Mark War, Just a couple of blokes that love their sport, love their racing and love having a punt. We're going to try and steer you into a th- few winners over the weekend. Both in the rugby, AFL and of course a bit of horse racing and anything else that tickles our fancy. But as I welcome Mark Waugh to the show, what could go wrong here? Junior
1: day, Joey, yeah good to uh, talk to you, good to meet you as well, um, you know I've obviously followed your career uh, years ago and you've probably got a few videos of me a few years back but uh, no great to, uh, to be uh, together in this show and hopefully you can tip a few winners.
0: I did have the Schlesinger V100 as a kid, junior, I must admit. So I uh, I am in awe being on the show with you. So looking forward to it. <laughs> and stick I know stick too. That, uh, it was a good
1: stick. <laughs> it
0: was a good stick. I couldn't hit it very well, but uh, mm. really loved it. Hey, we're going to have a look, as we said. You've obviously got a, a keen eye with the, the racing, of course, with the War Stable up there in Sydney. I'm down in Melbourne. I'll take a look at a couple of tips uh, at uh, the races down in Melbourne throughout the year. But, of course, my specialty, the AFL, You're right across the NRL. You're a Canterbury Bulldogs fan, though, I believe. So you haven't had much joy over the past couple of years watching your boys. So we'll find out how they're going to go this season. But we'll start with on a bit of a a sad note because, uh, of course, a a close mate of yours, a former teammate, Shane Warne, and obviously a big Saints man uh, as well, uh, lost his life during the week, which was a tragedy, a shock to everyone, and very sad. But we just wanted a start on maybe – Mark, your memories of Shane, some stories, and maybe even a little punting story or two about uh, your time with Warney.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, firstly, it's uh, extremely sad. I mean, we're all in a bit of shock, to be honest. I was only with Shane two weeks ago in Melbourne at the last T20 Australia versus Sri Lanka, and I was commentating with him there and sort of just Got chatting to him at the end of the, the game and said, what are you up to? He said, oh, I'm going to Thailand, then I'm going to England. So I still can't quite believe he's gone, actually. It's, um, you know, at 52 years of age. I mean, he's he's had a pretty good life. I reckon he's, he's crammed a bit in, but still, you know, it's uh, it's a big shock. Rod Marsh, of course, passed away only 24 hours earlier. Another uh, iconic uh, Australian cricketer. So it was a, it was a double blow, but, uh, yeah, it's a big one. Hard to take, actually. Hard to comprehend.
0: Has it connected a bit of the cricket the community? I mean, how, has there, there's sort of been chats with all former teammates of yours because it has been a, a tragic week, as you said. Has it sort of connected a bit of the past players?
1: Yeah, probably. I th- you know, there's been lots of uh, messages on WhatsApp and, you know, lots of uh, phone calls to, to ex-players and players you've played with who are roughly the same age as Shane. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you think of your own sort of mortality when, you know, someone who you've played with in, in your era passes away. It's just uh, it's a huge wake-up call. But... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's brought a lot of players closer together through tragic circumstances. But I, I guess we just got to try and think of the, you know, the good things about Warren in the times we had with him, and um, try and celebrate as much as we can. I guess.
0: Yeah, I think that'll be the plan over the next few weeks. And of course, he mm. was a big Saints man and, and got to he know was. him. Particularly when we play, we, he used to host a lot of the uh, the poker nights at his house, the famous <laughs> home poker nights. And I'll tell you what, Mark, you know how he played his cricket. Everything he did was yeah. aggressive and attacking. Well, that's how he played his poker because he used to bluff. He used to try and do a bit of psychological warfare and just sort of give you chips when he, <laughs> you know, give you a bit of lip when he went all in. And yeah. he was a hard man to beat because he did take his poker really seriously, just like he did with his golf. I'm sure you played a lot of golf yeah. with him and had a lot of side bets and of course the way that he Played his and attacked his cricket.
1: Well, I didn't play much poker with him. Actually, I'm not a card player. I'm, a, you know, I love my horses and my sport, but uh, casino wasn't my cup of tea. So I never actually played against uh, Warney poker wise. But um, it used to be amazing with Warney as far as you know his sport. I mean. When we when he used to play cricket, he wasn't the, the biggest trainer. You know, he'd bowl a few balls in the nets, you know, he, you wouldn't see him running around the oval. But as soon as you got the, the footy the football out, all of a sudden he's gone from a, a two miler to a, a new market sprinter. You know, he used to jump out of his skin when the when the, the Sheridan footy came out. So yeah, he loved his footy. But um, yeah, look, there's I was I was always trying to get him into the horse racing actually, and I know he's good mates with Lloyd Williams and, and Nick Williams and um, every Melbourne Cup time of the year he'd always get some tips off obviously the the Williams camp and I remember him having a couple of big wins on, on their horse's twilight uh payment I think and w- whenever they had a winner he he won big time warning but he didn't really pun on the horses much but um yeah I mean he's you know he was always great fun and I remember the first game I met him uh cricket wise was a, uh, New South Wales versus Victoria and I thought it was a, a mini John Daly walking in the dressing room after the end of the day's play <laughs> had the mullet the strawberry blonde hair a bit bit uh, podgy at the smoke hanging out of his mouth and then he, he brought in a pack of cards and started playing cards that was the first time I come across warney uh, on the cricket field um, back when he was early 20s and he, he took center stage in the dressing room on that on that particular occasion as well
0: yeah well we send our thoughts of course to his family and his loved ones and uh, and we're thinking of all, yeah. all of them so um unfortunate times but we'll move on because you spoke about your love of of horse racing and that is your specialty and of course you've got the stable of runners up in sydney we want you this year to steer us into some winners a bit of inside goss (laughs) into the stable maybe uh you know where we can look to uh to invest a little bit of money
1: yeah well that's 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 true uh joey obviously my wife kim she's been a professional trainer for 20 odd years and I've been heavily involved since, obviously, I married Kim uh, during that time. We've got our own farm with our own horses. We spell our own horses, and Kim's got about 36 in work, probably over 100 horses on the books, so good stable, very successful stable, and, um, yeah, well, we've got quite a few runners uh, coming up in the next two or three days, so yeah, happy to, to steer uh, the listeners and, and you, Joey, into some winners, hopefully. So, well, tomorrow um, we've got runners at uh, Rose Hill and Gosford. So Rose Hill, just got the one runner in race one, a horse called Holy Rain. He's about he's about $25, but he's he's definitely worth an each-way bet. He's, he's a funny horse. He gets back a long way in his races. So if the pace is on, uh, he can find the line. So he's probably worth a little bet tomorrow at, at Big Odds Holy Rain in the first at Rose Hill. And then we go up to Gosford, uh, uh, the local track. It's a big day up at Gosford tomorrow, the Provincial... Uh, championship heats on up there, which is the big race, $150,000 race. you has got to run in the first two to qualify for the final on April 9 uh, in Sydney. We've got uh, the equal favourite there. Great news, uh, race seven. She's a, a really good mare. She's she's been multiple uh, listed and, and group placed uh, before, so she's got a good drop in class. She's first up from a from a longish spell, but she's a lightly framed mare, uh, uh, very clean winded, so that shouldn't worry her. So that's race seven at Gosford. Uh, Great news. She's going to be very hard to beat. There's another horse, horse in that called Majestic Shot is the one to beat. So, But I think if we're at our best, we can win that race. So that's great news in race seven. I'm going uh, back to front here. Then we'll go to race five. We've got a horse called Shawbreak uh, He's having his second run. He's about $18. He can run a race at those odds. He went okay first up at Cam uh, LaGrange, ran fifth down there. So he's got a chance. And then back to the first race, race one, Oxford Vision. First starter goes good, about $6, $57, good each way bet there. So that's the runners uh, tomorrow. And then we go to Sunday. We go down to Canberra. Uh, big big two days in Canberra. We've got the, the Canberra Cup, the National Sprint, uh, the Guineas down there Sunday. Monday, the Black Opal as well, the two-year-old race down there. Now we've got uh, a horse uh, in in on Sunday, Race 7 in the National Sprint, Ashman. A real front runner, needs a dry track. That's why we've gone down there. At the moment, the tracks are uh, rated a soft six, so hopefully we can get that down to a good four, maybe a soft five. Ashman in the National Sprint can run a race. He's about the $8 mark. He'll lead. He's a very fast horse and give you a great sight on Sunday. Then Monday, we had got a couple in down there. We've got Sweet Ruby in the Canberra Guineas, race six. Uh, she's about $15. She's quite a smart mare. She can run a race at odds as well, and then race one a horse called Global Encounter. Now he needs a dry track, that's why we've taken him down there. He had had one run, we thought he'd nearly win first up, but he didn't handle the track, so he's down there. Race one, Global Encounter. So that's what I've got for you: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So I think all being equal and all getting a a good chance in the run, I think great news is probably the best out of all of those.
0: Race seven, Gosford on Saturday. That's a great insight there, Mark. We'll, We'll find out too from you. Maybe in the coming week, some of your best, you know, not your own runners, but maybe one other that you've got your yeah. own. I'm not sure if you have one this yeah. weekend, but just well, quickly, I Fleming,
1: actually, I go, go for it. Yeah, no, I've got one at Rose Hill. Um, it is a horse called Gravina. I'm just looking at my notes here. I've got that much paperwork. I'm just trying to find where it is. I think it's race five, uh, the Godolphin horse, Gravina. Yep, race five, number 10, Gravina. I think it's around the $3.50 mark. I'd have to check that with, uh, with Blue Bet. but uh, that's my best of the day tomorrow um, in Sydney anyway.
0: I like it. Well, down in Flemington, of course, we've got the group one we've got the, uh, the new market handicap down the straight at Flemington. Of course, home affairs, terrific horse, just mm. pipped uh, nature strip a couple of weeks ago, lost in running. But the one that I'm, I'm surprised at the odds. Um oh, am crusader. Yeah. It's double figure odds. Look, oh, I think if it gets to its best, it's formed second up is enormous. Seven starts, five wins, two seconds. Obviously the thousand was a bit too sharp for it. First up, it's had a look down the straight meets home affairs, two kilos better. I think you Could do worse than back that at each way odds. And the one that I like at my best for the day, race nine, number five, Cardigan Queen. Ran a really good second behind Barb Raider a couple of weeks ago. That goes to the CUNY, Barb Raider. Cardigan Queen stays at the 1400, perfect gate, third up, drops a couple of kilos, the Ma Eustace camp. I think race nine, number five, Cardigan Queen is the best of the day in Melbourne.
1: Yeah, geez, I'll tell you what—we're on the same page with Mars Crusader there, Joey. Um, geez, it's a good race in Newmarket. It's, it's like an Everest. It's—it's it's the best Newmarket I've seen for a long time. I, I'd sort of mark them—the um, two Sydney horses, Lost and Running. I thought was was probably the one to beat. Uh, I think he's an up-and-coming horse. He keeps improving. Loves the firm track. So I know he's favourite. So he's probably the one to beat. But at the odds, you've got to be—you've got to have something on Mars Crusader. You know, if they're humming along up front, he gets a smother up and gets a late crack at them. I always find those straight races a bit difficult. They always get in each other's way, the horses, when they, you know, tend to go to one side or the other. So I'm a bit bit concerned about that. But if Mars Crusader can get some sort of crack at them, $14, you cannot let him go around at those odds. You know, I think you're right. First up was too short for him. He's got a great each-way chance down there. And then the Australian Cup, of course, the other group one down there, it's a good race as well. Um, I thought Spanish Mission might be worth a, a bit of a bet there. Peter Moody, you know, ran third in the Melbourne Cup. It'll need the pace on, but I think there'll be a bit of pace in that Australian Cup. So I thought Spanish Mission had just a t- touch of class to win that Australian Cup. So they were the, the two I was looking at in the Group 1 racing uh, at Flemington tomorrow.
0: Sounds good. Looking forward to that. And we'll keep a bit of a tally on how we go, Mark. And we'll see if the uh, the punters yes. can follow us in. Or could, be scary, they, could be scary, could be scary. Or they write us off pretty quick. <laughs> just taking a quick moment to thank our mates at Bluebet on the punt. Check out the brand new Spankin' Bluebet app now. It's fully loaded with racing and sport form, tips, previews, even live racing vision from racing.com. Bet Australian, bet with Bluey. Download the True Blue Bluebet app from the iPhone and Android app stores today. But as always, gamble responsibly. Hey, let's go off track because not only is it racing, we're also going to have a look at uh, some other sport. You're up there, as we said, NRL fan. I've got the AFL covered down here, and we might even have a look at this second test in Pakistan yeah. because uh, there might be a bit of value there. With I mean, that, the first test, geez, that was boring, Mark. I couldn't oh. watch much of that, to be honest. Australia took four wickets for the whole test match. Is the draw most likely again,
1: you think? Well, I'm just looking at the odds now. The draw is actually, I don't think it is the favourite. I think it's 340. I think Pakistan are yeah. slight favorites at 230, Australia 287 is what I'm seeing, so... Look, it is very difficult to tell without seeing the pitch. But Karachi, I've just seen a few uh, bits and pieces on in the media about the pitch. They're saying it's going to be a, a bit of a spinning pitch. So I think Australia will change their team. They'll probably have to bring in either Mitch Swepson or Ashton Agar uh, to, into that eleven and drop one of the quick bowlers. You have got Cameron Green who can bowl, you know, decent. He can he could open the bowling. Cameron Green. I know they're worried about his workload, but I think he's a he's a genuine all-rounder. So yeah, look, I without seeing the pitch. Um, I'm thinking that either team needs to win this test match. So I think there might be a bit more aggressive cricket. I think they're just feeling their way in the first test. It was a shocking pitch. It was just a road. You know, you couldn't yeah. get anyone out. There's 14 wickets for the test match, which you don't want to see that. It's it's quite frankly not worth watching. So I, I think this test match, there might be a bit more in it for the bowls, particularly the spinners. Um, so I'd, I'd be willing to sort of have a little dart at Australia winning this test match. I think they'll be pretty aggressive. They'll bring in another spinner. And, you know, the Pakistan bowling attack, their spin options, they're okay, but they're not uh, out of this world. So I think Australia could will play positive cricket and they could be a sneaky chance of winning that. But um, I think the spinners will, will take more wickets in, in this particular test match.
0: I like it. I like it. Well, closer to home, the AFL, of course, we've got the weekend off before the season kicks off on Wednesday night. Grand final rematch. It's going to be an absolute beauty, the MCG, the Western Bulldogs and Melbourne. We cannot wait for that. Hopefully we get 80,000 uh, 80, plus and all the crowds come back. It's a it's a big weekend mm. of footy in Melbourne. So I'll take a bit of a look at the futures and have a, a few long-range bets before the season kicks off. And we'll start with a premiership because clearly Melbourne are the team to beat. It was one of the most dominant finals performances we've seen from any team. That How can you forget that 45 minutes of footy in the grand final? They're clearly the team to beat, but I think the biggest threat is Brisbane Lions. I'm really bullish on Brisbane this year. They've played finals the last three seasons. And while their finals record may not look really strong, it's one win, five losses. They've actually played well in four of their six finals. They've been a bit unlucky. I think this is their time. They're cherry ripe. So I think Brisbane for the premiership is my tip this season. I I really think that they'll be uh, definitely in a prelim and they can challenge Melbourne. You go then to the Brownlow medal, it brings me to Lockie Neal. I think that he's all, he's uh, he's already won one. He was injured last season. I think the Brisbane Lions will win a lot of games of footy, and the players that win the Brownlow at the moment are guys that rack up 35-plus touches every week. That's right down Lockie Neal's alley. He's a big chance at about $9. And Dustin Martin has got out to $15 in Brownlow medal betting. I think Richmond are now going to change their structure. They're going to play three tall forwards this year, which for me means that Dusty might spend – more time as a permanent midfielder. And we know that you have to be a midfielder to win the Brownlow. Uh, he's mm-hmm. not going to win it kicking 50 goals as a forward. But as a midfielder, he's fit, he's lean, he's hungry. I think that's for a bloke that's polled 36 votes in one year, uh, if he plays as a permanent mid and gets up near 30 disposals a game, he could be a bit of a sneaky at the $15. So they're the bit of the Brownlow long range uh, threats, the Premiership. And then the other betting from Bluebet is the line betting. So total wins under over. I like these. I think we can find a little multi if you package them up. Uh, we'll start with some under lines. you got Adelaide at seven and a half wins. I can't see them winning seven games this year, the Adelaide Crows. They only won seven last year. They had a really good sort of start to the season. Uh, but that was off the back of Taylor Walker, basically being best on ground in four of the first five games. Seven wins would be a great effort for Adelaide. So I think under seven and a half for the Crows. Same as Kangaroos. Their line is six and a half. I can't see them winning more than six games this season if, from four and a half last year. They're still a long way off. So they're under. And for me, the one I'm slightly potting this year is the Western Bulldogs. I think that while well, they had a great final series, they've never finished top four. Uh, in their time you know, with Luke Beveridge as coach. The line's 15 and a half wins. I think 16 wins is too many for the Western Bulldogs this year. I think you can take the under 15 and a half. They should still play finals, but I'm not sure that they'll win 16 home and away games. And for the over, as I said, bullish on Brisbane, 14 and a half wins. I think they can cover that easily. I think they'll win 15, 16, 17 games. No problem in the home and away season or 9.5 wins. They won 10 last year and they were savaged by injury so I think they'll win at least 10 games this year. And the last one is Geelong. 13.5 wins. Well they just keep winning. They just win every year. Only once in the last six years have they not won 14 games or more besides the shortened season a couple of years ago. So I think over 13.5 for Geelong. If those want to have a little play at uh, some long range multis that's the go for me Junior.
1: Mate well done. I mean I'm I'm no AFL expert so I'm going to uh stick with you there, mate. Uh, I'm a GWS man, though. Um, what's what's your thoughts on GWS this season?
0: Hard one to read, Junior. Hard one to read. My feel is they're probably going to slide a little bit, but they're they are a hard one to gauge. Their pre-season form's been really good. They're going to miss Toby Green for the first five weeks. Uh, it's a young back line. They are, for me, one I, I can't get a real read on. I've got them missing the eight this year. Um, I just think that there are some teams that are up and coming, like Essendon and Sydney, and even Carlton that might just go past them, so tough one to read. But they they're doing okay. a pretty good
1: job. All right, we'll, we'll take your word, mate. We'll, we'll keep an eye on them.
0: What about the NRL? Kicked off Thursday night. Yeah, uh, it was Penrith. Gee, we they we thought without uh, Nathan Cleary, we thought Manly were a chance, but Penrith showed why they are the reigning premiers. What's uh, what do you like well, with the NRL?
1: Man, I'm glad this show wasn't on yesterday because I thought Manly were good things last night uh, with <laughs> Nathan Cleary not in the side. So uh, I'm glad we're starting uh today. Um. Yeah, big win by Penrith. Gee, I think, um, I mean, they're still at the top of the market to go back-to-back. They're, they're about $5 with the Storm at $5. The Roosters, $6. They are the three standout teams, I think. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, I think, you know, they, they just seem a little uh, above the rest of the sides. I think if there was a bit of value in the futures market, uh, it would be with the Eels at $13. You know, they went very close last year to knocking, beating Penrith in the finals, and Penrith went on to win it. So I think at $13... The Eels look a bit of value um, to win the competition. Uh, The Doggies, my team, well, um, I see there it's about $29 (laughs) to win the comp. They have bought very well, though, the Doggies, during the off-season. They really have. I mean, guys like Matt Burton, uh, Josh Adokar, Matt Duffy, Paul Vaughan, Pengai Jr., Braden Burns. So they've got a team that could... Sneak into the eight, so that's the best I'm hoping for. Uh, they've been very hard to watch uh, the last few years. The doggies now, just looking at the top eight to see what price they are. The dogs they're at two dollars eighty to make the top eight, so they've only got to run eight, so um, <laughs> that's the odds they are. But I'm, I'm more hopeful than, right. than uh, really confident there, so but um, yeah, I think you know, the top three teams, Melbourne. The Panthers and the, the Roosters looked the, the three to beat to me. I'm, I know I'm not uh, telling you anything brilliant there, but um, the Eels, the Ruffies uh, to win the comp. So that's, that's the NRL. And lastly,
0: Junior, we're always going to get a same game multi from you on the NRL. This week's game, we're going to take a look at the Roosters v. the Knights, which is Saturday afternoon at the SCG.
1: Yeah, looking forward to this game. You don't get many games at the SCG, and being a day game, I like it because there's you know a lot more open footy played, uh, less handling errors, so you tend to get the bigger scores. Um, so the same game multi for this particular match. I'm going the Roosters to win at a dollar 19. I know that's short, but um, you know I think they're a good thing. I think they're a good bet at a dollar Throw that into James Tedesco, anytime scorer, at around a dollar 83. Now he's a fantastic player, James Tedesco. We know that fleet-footed, quick got a good step on him. Uh, he's always around the around the ball, so he, gets, he handles the ball a lot, so I think he will score a try. And then at the line, I'm going to take the Roosters at minus 18.5 at $2.34. So, you know, I think they'll win easily. I didn't want to go too high being first game of the year, so I've just sort of gone minus 18.5, which is three converted tries plus a field goal. They should be able to score that, surely, and not let the Knights in for many points. So... That's the the same game multi. The Roosters to win into James to to score a try. And at the line, the Roosters minus eighteen and a half. So what are those odds, Joey? You're pretty good on maths?
0: About four dollars, just over four dollars, I think you can get for that. Sounds good.
1: All right. There you go. There's a winner.
0: There you go. I'm well, hopefully we steered you into some winners over the weekend. Of course, this is Joey and Junior's Punters Club powered by Blue Bet for season twenty twenty-two. Looking forward to joining you again. Next week, and enjoy the weekend, Junior. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to watching the cricket and some rugby and the footies next week, but plenty of good racing on as
1: well. Yeah, for sure, Joey. Good to uh, kick us off here today, and hopefully uh, plenty of winners to come and a great weekend of sport coming up. You're listening to Joey and Junior's Punners Club. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to our sponsor, Blue Bet. Bet same-game multis, same-race multis, and all the old favourites, the Aussie way with Blue Bet. The True Blue Aussie bookie. That's right. The Blue Bet app is
0: quicker, slicker, faster, and easier to use than ever before. Check it out for yourself today. Bet Australian this autumn carnival and the footy season. Bet with Bluey. Download the True Blue Blue Bet app from your iPhone and Android app stores. And, of course, gamble responsibly.